Welcome everybody to the first episode of Fighters History, a new complimentary mini-series that's going to be going along with Owen 2 Heroes, just so you get as much fighting game podcast as you could possibly want. I realize that releasing only one episode a month might leave people wanting more, so I'm coming up with a couple different little side projects that I can sprinkle in every few weeks to make the gaps not as long. So, Fighters History, this is going to be a deep dive podcast into the history of some of the most important fighting games. You might remember a tagline that was pitched for Owen 2 Heroes, that we are all fists, no facts. This mini-series tries to be the exact opposite of that. There's going to be no fighting, it's just me, no guest, but I'm going to be discussing some of the more monumental and most important fighting games in the history of the genre. With that, I figured, what's more important than the very first fighting game? So today I'm going to be talking a little bit about Sega's Heavyweight Champ from 1976. Not the one from the 80s. Hold on to that. We're going to get to it. So the first fighting game was released in October of 1976. You couldn't see me, but I just did very heavy air quotations, and you're going to see why in a minute. This is not your traditional fighting game that we think of now. It's not like Street Fighter, it's not like Mortal Kombat, where you have the joystick, you have buttons, and there's combos. It's much simpler than that. This arcade cabinet had no joysticks. This arcade cabinet had no buttons. So you might be thinking, how did you control the players? How did you actually fight? There were two gloves attached to sticks sticking out of the side of the cabinet. It was very unusual at the time. There were two fake boxing gloves that one person would grab and your opponent would grab the other. You had to move them up and down for a higher low punch and then push them in to the arcade cabinet to punch and then pull it out to wind up a punch. This was a very rudimentary boxing game. And when I said fighting game with heavy quotations, this was the first game to feature hand-to-hand -hand combat, which makes it technically a fighting game, even if it's not what we think of now. The only surviving footage of this game, for you to see what I'm talking about, is 20 seconds from a news clip from a local news station covering the opening of an arcade. There are no other videos, it is only this newsreel footage, and I was able to find two pictures online. There's not a lot out there about this game, but I'm gonna go ahead and include the clip now so you can hear the newscaster talking about Sega's heavyweight champ as well. Electronic games have come a long way since Pong exploded on the scene a few years ago. Perhaps owing its inspiration to the hit movie Rocky, one of the machines lets 98 pound weaklings play heavyweight champion. That's just one of the Space Age games of the new Sega Center in Fashion Valley. If listening to this made you interested in playing the first fighting game, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're shit out of luck. It does not exist. There are no more copies. It's traditionally considered to be a lost video game, a piece of lost media. All of the arcade cabinets have been destroyed, they've been lost, they've been misplaced. There's no way to play this game, and there's no ROM dumps of it either, so you can't even play it in an emulator. Back in 2004, on the Atari Age Forum, there was a link to an old Japanese auction website where someone was auctioning off a broken cabinet of Heavyweight Champ. 
the screen was busted in, the sides were all cracked up, it probably did not run, and that is the last surviving cabinet that we know of. There are no pictures of it anywhere else, there's no one selling them, there's no one refurbishing them and putting them back in arcades, so you can't even go to your local arcade if you can find one and play it there. Now, you might be thinking, why can't we just emulate it? How is it that the ROM is lost? That's the thing. This is such an old fighting game, this is such an old arcade game, that it did not run off of CPUs, there were no ROMs. This was a discrete logic game. Now, I tried very hard to understand what a discrete logic game was, and I am not a science person, I am not a computer person, so I tried to read and research as much of this as I could, and not, of it, not a lot of it makes sense, but I'm going to try and tell you what I can about it. So instead of using CPUs, central processing units, it uses what's called logic chips. These were a common way of making arcade games back in the 70s. The first arcade game with the logic chip was 1971, and they continue to use them till about 1979. If you got a hold of this and you want to play it online, you would need a unique type of emulator, one that can play these logic games like dice the Discrete Integrated Circuit Emulator. Now, you might be thinking, great, there's an emulator for it, I just have to find the discrete logic puzzle of Heavyweight Champ. Sorry, you're still shit out of luck. DICE stopped development in 2014, and there hasn't been any update to it since 2009. So, even if you could get a hold of one, odds are the emulator wouldn't be very good at recreating it. You might be thinking, if there are no ROMs of it, if there are no arcade cabinets surviving, it must have been a poorly received game and they must have got rid of them all, it must not have sold well. It might be an ET situation where everybody just took the arcade cabinets they had and chucked them in the desert. That's not the case at all. It actually performed very well. It was the third highest grossing arcade game of 1976. The only games to beat it out were Ballpark or Tornado Baseball in other territories and Speed Race DX. At the start of the episode, I mentioned that we're talking about the one from the 70s and not the remake in the 80s. There were two more Sega games that have the title of Heavyweight Champ that were released. The first one was for international releases of James Buster Douglas Knockout Boxing. In North America, it was called James Buster Douglas Knockout Boxing. In other territories, though, they retitled it as Heavyweight Champ, presumably because people didn't know who James Buster Douglas was outside of the States. And then it was remade again in 1987, and that one was even more popular. They redid the whole thing. The original game had two players facing each other, similar to how Street Fighter is now. One person on the left, one person on the right, and they simply threw punches at each other. The remake was much more intense. It was almost like an over-the-shoulder version of Punch-Out, where they changed it to be a third-person perspective, and you're behind the boxer. But they kept the unique control scheme from the first game. This one was only single player, you couldn't play against an opponent. Instead, you controlled both of the boxing gloves this time. You had two sticks, and you'd throw out left and right punches. But in addition to that, the whole arcade cabinet would swivel. You can take it and move left and move right to dodge 
the opponent's attacks. And I hate to say it, but that's literally all I could find on this game. I spent as much time as I could researching this. I did... <laughs> you might not believe me because this is like a 10 minute episode, but I spent hours trying to find information on the very first fighting game, but it doesn't exist anymore. People weren't really concerned about video game preservation back in the 70s, back in the arcade times. So this was all I could find on this game, and I'm truly sorry about that. But as Fighter's history goes on and we cover more and more games, we're gonna get some deeper dives into the development cycle and we're gonna have a better understanding of the mechanics and how these games play. I know this was a short episode, but I fully anticipate a little bit later on in the future, they're gonna be much more in depth and much more informative. I posted a poll on Twitter a few weeks back saying if I started doing these deep dive episodes, would people actually listen? I don't wanna put all this time into researching and recording if I talk about heavyweight champ and no one actually gives a shit. And the leading answer was you would listen if it was a game you were interested in. So, I hear you. Not all of these episodes are going to be about old games from the 70s that don't exist anymore. I'm going to make sure we're going to have fun, exciting games covered on this new side series. I'm going to be putting up polls on Twitter that you can vote for the more popular games that I'm going to be covering to make sure you have enough podcasting for me and make sure you don't forget what my voice sounds like in between proper episodes of Own Two Heroes. I'm going to be releasing more of these and I'm going to be releasing some top 10 lists. I love making lists. People love listening to lists. So we're going to have some episodes like the top 10 most broken and overpowered fighting game characters in the history of the genre. We're going to have 10 worst fighting games of all time, things I've already been working on. So we're going to put that out. And if you want to vote in the polls, please make sure to follow us on Twitter at O2Heroes. Anyways, this is a new idea. If you have any feedback, if you have any criticism, if you have any thoughts on it, please let me know. I am doing this for you, the listeners, not me. I can hear myself ramble and rant all the time. I don't need to record myself in a closet talking about video games if no one else wants to hear this. So please, I would love to hear any feedback. Let me know what you think. If you want more of this, if you hated this, let me know. If you want less of this, please tell me. I am open to any and all feedback. And I know this hasn't been a very long episode, but if you made it this far, I appreciate you listening. And we'll catch you next time. Peace.